I'm Matthias Spiegel. And I'm Ronald Donaldson. And welcome to a special spooky episode of... But That's a Different Story. Where we bring you stories so eerie, you'd think you were on a trip from a cornfield in Indiana to a canal in New York with Ross Perot as your travel companion. Speaking of produce fields, how was your annual trip to the pumpkin patch this year, Ronald? I hear they made some updates to the wagon that are to die for. Quite literally. They tried to bring in the team from Pimp My Ride to flash up the wagon a bit, you know, for the kids. But the only one that was still available was Exhibit. And he's really more of a host than a mechanic. But a paycheck is a paycheck, so he did his darndest. Well, that doesn't sound so... Unfortunately, the hydraulics he installed were a bit too powerful and launched the wagon driver right into the newly installed Seahorse Aquarium just before the fax machine from the onboard business center fell in too, electrocuting the poor man to death on the spot. Oh, dear. Has his ghost come back from the place of his demise to seek revenge on those who wronged him? His ghost did come back, but it mostly just wanted to keep steering the wagon. He did make Exhibit promise to be the wagon MC each year now, though. You know, for the kids. Wow. I guess the haunted hayride is really living, or dying, up to its name now. I myself am not looking forward to Halloween this year. Oh, why not? Ever since we did the episode on how candy corn is really made, and I discovered that they're not grown on big candy stalks, the magic is just ruined for me. But that's okay, because it gave me plenty of time to research today's episode. Right. On today's terrifying episode of Boot, that's a different gory, headless lines, we'll be bringing you the spookiest headlines from the depths of hell, and expanding on them for you, the dead listener. Now, let us hear today's headless lines. Gracious vampire vroom vrooms across moon! Yes, like we all know is gonna happen, like in Dracula 2000, he's on in space. Is that what happened in Dracula 2000? Or was it 3000? Hmm, well I know Andre 3000, but I'm not familiar with Dracula 3000. Hmm, I think it's Dracula in space. Anyway, like so many fictions, it's become reality. Oh no. <laughs> yep. That wacky man. Well, I guess not much of a man. Undead creature. But that wacky Dracky, he's up to no good. Yeah. Again. Got a hankering for cheese. <laughs> I mean, we all like to sink our teeth into some nice soft cheese, but I guess he's got it bad. You got brie. Parmesan. Gouda. Mozzarella. Oh man, <laughs> I'm topping out here my cheese knowledge. Cheddar! Ooh, nice save. String? <laughs> form? That's a, that's a cheese form, Ronald. Come on. Whiz? Whiz, I'll give it to you. Fondue? Again, form. Mm, right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, pub. Mm. Uh, mm. Now I've topped out. What about a burrata? Oh, yes. The fancy mozzarella. Oh, and of course, Dracula's favorite, Munster. <laughs> so he, he's got his local deli fresh out of Munster. I went down to the bodega, said, where's that boar's head? <clears throat> Usually he gets an actual boar's head. They save one for him. They roast it, mm. uh, and that's what he buys. But uh, this time he was asking for the boar's head Munster cheese. Mm -hmm. There he said, we're fresh out. He says, hmm, hmm. His worldview is very narrow. It doesn't leave his block much. And uh, so... The only thing he could think of is when the bodega's out of cheese. That means the world's out of cheese. So where does the world get their cheese from? The moon. Of course. So he... He, he called up... Uh, well, he called up both Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos. Bezos. Yes. I don't know how to say his name. He said, Can you make a tiny astronaut hat? For a bat. His plan is as long as he has a little astronaut hat. This isn't even... He can breathe with no air. He doesn't need to breathe. He's not human. It's true. He doesn't need to breathe. He's not human. <laughs> he, he's going to transform himself into a bat, fly up through the atmosphere, past the stratosphere, burst through the ozone layer, Right into the deep depths of space, straight towards the moon to get that sweet, sweet monster moon cheese. Wow. He, he did call Bezos, Bezos, and Musk to have them design the helmet just because for publicity, you know, optics. Oh, right, yeah. That'd be a big get to get a tiny Dracky himself. Oh, what? As a client. As a client. <laughs> Well, you say wacky dracky, it has quite become the wacky races to the moon. You've got Creature from the Black Lagoon. Who wants to become Creature from the Black Lagoon? Yeah. They said there's got to be lagoons on the moon. There's craters. Why not lagoons? Yeah. There's got to be some, yeah, slushy mud in there. So, yeah. Wolfman loves the moon. Oh, yeah, he needs to get close to it so he can be wolf all the time, howl at the ground. Yeah. <laughs> He's got neck problems, Ronald. He can't keep looking up to howl at the moon. He's getting up there in age. And it's not the same howling at a mirror. No. What? Well, if he can look directly at the moon, he could look in the mirror to howl at it. Okay. Angles. <laughs> He's like building some kind of rudimentary periscope <laughs> and a cardboard and hand mirrors. Oh, well, yeah. That's what he's been doing so far. But yeah, he can't look up. His neck, his arthritis, it's too much. He's got to. Uh, he'd rather look down. He's going to be hunched over. He's getting mm. up there in age. So yeah, what better way to do that than to get onto the moon? True. The hunchback of Notre Dame is also looking to get to the moon. I mean, gargoyles practically look like they are made, made out of... Made from the moon. Yeah. Wow. Makes you think. Mm-hmm. 
Frankenstein's monster, though, he wants to just join in on the fun, but, you know, to get in a rocket with fire. Oh, no, that's no. A, that's a task for not going to happen. No. <laughs> but we'll see. They are televising it. It's like the amazing race to the moon. <laughs> yes, it should be very exciting. Um, but no one has told Dracula that the sun is always visible from space. Oh. Well, hopefully he doesn't find out the hard way. Crackerjack Ken Ken Kraken cracks top ten. Yes, the mighty Kraken has proved himself to be an expert at Ken Ken, the newspaper math and logic game where you have to add up squares to match the number of total squares. It's a very complicated oh, it game. sounds like so much fun. Oh, I love it. I just love writing numbers in newspapers. <laughs> Got Sudoku. Mm-hmm. They don't make a number jumble, do they? They really should, you know, and it should be someone's phone number at the end. <laughs> or like a uh, number find. Yes. <laughs> oh, there it is. 1954. <laughs> oh, okay, I found it. 2001. Ooh, that's a good one. I guess you could technically do that with a crossword. Numbers in a crossword. That would be the best implementation of that, I think. Each answer, each clue, would, the answer would be a number, and you could, you know, like the, uh, yeah, you could do that. Sure. <laughs> it's a thing. <laughs> okay. It's possible, is all I'm saying. Sure, sure. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> Listen, it'd be better than Ken Ken or whatever it is. Well, that's... What's with this Kraken? Is he a genius now or something? Well, there is some controversy because, yes, he is one of the top ten Ken Ken players in the world, but some other players, especially the player that he knocked off the list, is claiming that because the Kraken has ten tentacles, that makes him somehow better at Ken Ken. Oh, more than the mighty octopus? Yes. So, it makes sense. Kraken, Greek, right? Surprisingly, Scandinavian. Really? Even when they released the Kraken? They just got one? Maybe he picked something up from all the times the Grecians had him captured. That's very true. Because <laughs> they pretty much invented math, right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about famous mathematicians before. <laughs> With great success. So, I mean, we obviously could list them all again. <laughs> we won't go down that path. Not that math path. The math path. <laughs> no, we shall not retread the math path. Okay, so anyway, he's got a Scandinavian education. They get, like, free college or something. Exactly. Plus, yes, the ancient Greek history. All those counting. <laughs> All those counting. <laughs> <laughs> so he's really got 
Well, I was gonna say a leg up, but a tentacle up. A tentacle. Do you think a kraken is smarter than an octopus? Can it predict the outcome of football games? Hmm. Well, I mean, we could ask it, I suppose. Does the kraken speak? It, I mean, it doesn't speak English very well, but if you... Does it speak Swedish? Or... It speaks a Finnish? Swedish chef. Oh. So, okay. So offensive Swedish. Yes. That's yes. why Sweden was happy to get, the mat, get him out of there. I think this guy's giving us a bad name. That's true. <laughs> it wasn't the shipwrecks that was the main problem. <laughs> He's causing shipwrecks? The Kraken? Or oh. dear old Kraken? He loved, well, you know, it's sort of like enough mice of men situation. Um, not a mice of men. What am I thinking? I don't know. Well, mice, mice, the mouse man. The mouse man. <laughs> oh, yes. The mouse man. Are you talking of flowers for Algernon? The mouse he loved so got smart. Yes. Pills wore off, got dumb again. This could be the same situation where the Kraken took smart pills. And he's just temporarily smart winning the Ken Ken Championship. Ah. You know what they could call that movie or book? Flowers for the Argonauts. Ghoulish gas station gains ghosts after grimy gobstoppers become heart stoppers. Yep. 7 Eleven. Hmm. Gas station and convenience store. Open 7 a.m. to 11 p.m., just like the signs say. Huh. Haunted. 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 This was one outside, just right outside of the city. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, up north a little bit. Along the highway. On your way to Beacon, perhaps. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Little dusty side of the road, 7-Eleven. That's got your normal things. Soda. Circus peanuts. Of course. Hot dogs on rollers. Mm-hmm. Uh, taquitos. And frozen burritos. And a convenient microwave next to the coffee pot. Don't forget, of course, it's big. Biggest item. Gobstoppers. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to say, gas? No. Uh... <laughs> Mm. The biggest item in the convenience store, probably the cashier desk. <laughs> you know? Yes, that's true. By, by measurement of mass. Maybe, oh no, maybe the freezer, the fridge. Or maybe the safe in the back if it's doing real good. But this one wasn't. It was a tiny safe spider web in that corner of it. Ooh, creepy. <laughs> and it was a dusty one. Yeah. Not getting much foot traffic. No. But they were known for their gobstoppers. The Willy Wonka candy. That explode in your mouth. Do they now? If I'm remembering correctly. Well, you remember better than me. I am remembering incorrectly. <laughs> Are you thinking of Gushers? Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Gushers? No, they're just as, they're dusty sitting in the corner. Stale. Ooh. 
Stale as day-old bread. Ugh, that's right. They look... they dried out, in fact. They look like raisins. Stale as a mate during a checks match with me. Ooh. <laughs> Touché. <laughs> um, yeah, but they do sell a lot of gobstoppers. Unfortunately, they got in a bad shipment. Mmm. That's right. It came in, went into the port, and was mistakenly just sitting there for a long time. So I think it spoiled. The port? Yes. <laughs> well, the shipment came into the port. Oh, okay. And then it spoiled. Uh-huh. The port spoiled. <laughs> like a wine? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> too much, too, it, it oxidized. Too much salt. And salt. <laughs> I mean, the port is famously by the sea. Yeah. Seaport, they call it. <laughs> and that's what I say whenever I take someone there. Seaport. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, regardless of how they got bad, this gas station uh, got a bad shipment of gobstoppers. And when they opened, the gobstoppers sell like hotcakes. Which don't surprise, which actually don't sell very well at all at this 7-Eleven. <laughs> so the gobstoppers kind of replaced them. Mm -hmm. So they got a line out the door. This parking lot only has three spaces, but there are people lining up right on the highway, turn off into the shoulder, get out, risk their lives for these gobstoppers. It's a circus. Speaking of peanuts. Oh, the circus was in town too. They got acrobats, ballerinas. <laughs> Yeah, elephants just waiting for them circus peanuts. <laughs> um, yeah, lined up out the door. Bring, bring. Sign turned from close to open, 7 a.m. Mm -hmm. Rush inside. Gobstopper display case torn to shreds. Oof. People are ripping open the packaging before they could even pay for them. Gobstoppers all over the floor. Pandemonium. They're just throwing out cash, throwing out credit cards, throwing out deeds to their houses, <laughs> just to get as many gobstoppers as possible. Mm -hmm. But what they didn't know was that they were spoiled, and in such a way that it caused immediate death. <laughs> Somewhat ironically, because they are the everlasting gobstopper. Oh, yeah. So instead of lasting... Oh, they lasted a long time, because the people all died. Stop producing saliva. <laughs> so. That's true, and in fact, those same people are now everlasting themselves. Mm -hmm. As ghosts. Haunted 7-Eleven. You hate to hear it. You hate to hear it. Yeah. Even the cashier. Is a ghost. Yes. Or he hates to hear it. What? Both. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, an errant gobstopper and all the pandemonium flew into the air. But this is different. He choked on it. Everyone was already dead. No one could give him Heimlich. Oh, no. Yeah. So he's kind of pissed off at the other ghosts, understandably. Won't sell them anything in the, the ghost world. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it's a haunted 7-Eleven now. And New York State's really, uh, they took over the deed to the 
And now it's the haunted 7-Eleven. You can buy tickets and everything. It's a big attraction, and a lot of now ghost cars are lining up in the highway to get in, to rush in, to see this their own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Strange thing, if, like, if you're on a ghost tour, it's kind of like a tourist trap. It's like, oh, go see the ghost 7-Eleven. <laughs> but it's really just, it's almost as if we were to stop at a 7-Eleven. <laughs> That's not haunted. Yeah. No, they get their ghost kids. You've got haunted Pepsis and freaky frozen machines. Slushies. Slushies? Slushies? Slashies, they call them now. <laughs> yes. You think of Slurpees? Yes. Yeah. Okay. One is a real one, one is the Simpsons one. Oh, that's the squishy. Uh, what the heck's the Slurpee? That's what they have at 7-Eleven, but not at this one. They got slashies. That's true. <laughs> you think of Icy? The one that they have at AMC movie theaters? Is slushy just a generic term? Yes. Oh. <laughs> all Slurpees are slushies, but not all slushies are Slurpees. <laughs> but all haunted Slurpees are, are slashies. Slashies, yes. didn't learn that nursery rhyme as a child. Oh no, I think I was napping at that time. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, got that. Um, <clears throat> and they are selling, though, high C Ecto Cooler. <laughs> Jason's Hasten, the Mason Dixon line. Yes, our favorite. Favorite slasher, good old Jason Voorhees. He's Voorhees. Not a jolly good fellow, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's no friend of mine. <laughs> you don't. You don't. Travel with the likes of those murderers. I definitely try not to, although every time I've hitchhiked, I guess have apparently been picked up by a mass murderer. Mass murderer or masked murderer? Sometimes both. But luckily, I've escaped their clutches. Mm. Many people have not escaped Jason's clutches in the past. But, apparently, he's run dry from his home, Camp Crystal Lake, and elsewhere, such as... I'm pretty sure Jason was in Manhattan at one point. Oh, I mean, well, everyone loves to go to the Big Apple, take a bite out of it. Mm -hmm. He certainly cut in half. Yeah. When he visited. Yeah, had his little bout with Freddy. That's true. Yes, he's visited the dream world. Mm -hmm. He has visited space. Mm-hmm. Frozen. Brought up in a spaceship. Let's not forget, he went all the way down under. And I'm not talking Australia. Oh, Jason goes to hell. Yes. <laughs> I also gotta say, he must have been in the third dimension at some point. I would, I, you know, he should go down to Australia, then he could, be, like, instead of Jason vs. Freddy, Jason vs. Crocodile Dundee. What a showdown that would be! Oh, they've both... Because he would 
you know, mm-hmm. Dundee's got his machete. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> machete off. <laughs> yes. They could each say, you know, you call that a whatever and knife. And they could just both be comparing knife sources. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but now, now, Jason has found a new locale. He's on the Mason-Dixon line. That separates north and south. Yes. Correct. Of these United States of America. Not those. No, no, no. And he is patient because, well, so many people just love to cross the Mason-Dixon line. Some, there's a huge viral TikTok craze of people standing on both sides of the line. Oh, there is now. Yes. It's sweeping, well, the nation, but mostly the Mason-Dixon line. People are coming from all over just to stand on either side of the line. <laughs> either side or both sides? Hmm. Both. They take one step on one, straddle it, and step over to the other. Is there a gate or a fence, perhaps, on the Mason-Dixon line? There's, people take a lot of offense at, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> so what's Jason doing down south? Well, he's, I mean, he's uh, hacking up the place. He's chopping down people left and right. Mmm, TikTokers. Yes, he wants in on the craze. Oh, it's all the rage now to be slashed by Jason on TikTok. I mean, yes, that's a, a tons of influencers are just going down. They're trying to hawk their first aid kits. They're so <laughs> gauze. I mean, it's a whole cottage industry. People with cabins in the woods. They're also trying to go down. That's its own cottage industry. <laughs> yeah, Jason's kind of sick of it. He wants to get his own little cottage in the forest. Yes, he... Plant a garden. Mm-hmm. Perhaps some gardenias. Yes, some little lilies. <laughs> Sunflowers. Sunflowers. They he likes the seeds. Mm-hmm. Yes. He spits them through the little holes in his mask. Yes. <laughs> it's a good sieve in a way. <laughs> yeah. If you want sunflower seed oil, he <laughs> the, the mask will collect the seeds and he just kind of mashes it up against it with his tongue. It produces a sunflower nut butter sorts. Mm. Delicious. <laughs> yeah. But he's, yes, he desperately wants to just settle down. But he wants this one final big score. Big score. Word on the street is that he wants to cut down as many people as possible to finally, finally win the coveted slashies. (laughs) Not the beverage at a haunted 7-Eleven. No, although they are thinking of doing Italian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, these are the prestigious awards, the killer awards. Yep. You've got Jason. You've got Leatherface. <laughs> you know, does the, does, where does Texas fall on the Mason-Dixon line? Has Jason made his way down there yet? Hmm. He has definitely tried. He's tried to 
uh, stab directly into the deep heart of Texas. Mm. Uh, but it's not founded yet. So I'm thinking now that this is just Jason's down south tour. Oh, you think know, so. he started on the Mason Dixon line. He picked his side. He went down south. <laughs> started in Florida. Yes, went to the chopped up the Florida Keys like so much cocaine. <laughs> also hard to get through his mask. <laughs> <laughs> Down to the heart of Georgia, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Yes, he uh, sliced up. Axlanta, when he got there, dropped his machete. <laughs> so I'm gonna do something a little different. That's right. Then he moved over to Tennessee. Went to Slashville. <laughs> 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 got to New Orleans. Mm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The big easy. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's got beads. He was there on Mardi Gras. Mm -hmm. Had a grand old time. No jokes there, just a fun time. <laughs> yep. Yep. Got a Dakili. Not a daiquiri, a dakili. <laughs> oh, yes, and he paired that with a nice, not a beignet, but a bin sleigh. <laughs> and the rest of the southern states did a grand old tour. But yes, I think uh, him and Leatherface really hit it off. Hmm. They're gonna make a little house together, right there, you know, he's. He met Leatherface's family. They're a bit much, but he loves them. Well, it's very nice. Mm -hmm. Very nice to appreciate the in-laws. Mm -hmm. So they're gonna... That's, that's so, that's so great. I'm so glad they're gonna settle down. Yeah, yeah. Nice little house on the prairie. <laughs> little house on the prairie. Yeah. Little house on the scary. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Be sure to rate and subscribe on your preferred podcast platform. Follow us on Instagram at But That's a Podcast. Email us your headlines, questions, and comments at But That's a Different Story at gmail.com. And be sure to join us again next time for another episode of But That's a Different Story.